What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Pylons with Opinions. This is episode 11. I'm your co-host, Fulton Logan, alongside Aaron Hodgson. Haji, how we doing? We're doing good. Doing good. Uh, another A beautiful week today in Halifax. Weather was great this week. Took advantage of that one on lots of walks. Uh, I got a great story for you about uh, yard work I was doing yesterday. Okay. But, uh, before before I before I ask that, I wanted to know because I do this all the time when I gotta do the, like mow the lawn. Like if my dad asked me to do it, like I I get like I get annoyed that I have to mow the lawn. Like I hate doing it. Mm-hmm. But it's like when it's like taking a shower in the morning. Like you don't want to do it, but soon it's like you're in the shower. It's just like you don't want to leave the shower. <laughs> like do you feel like that when you do like when you're mowing the lawn? Like you just you know you're just trying to find work to do on the yard. Like when That's I start mowing the lawn. I turn into the biggest yard guy. Like I just want to work on the yard. <laughs> yeah, no, I actually like mowing the lawn. Like I don't, I don't I get don't, bothered when I get asked to mow the lawn, because um, I just like I get, I just throw I on like, an, a good playlist or something. Yeah, I started doing. I, I mean, I get annoyed at first, like, oh, really? But then, like, soon as I do it, I'm like, okay, like this is gonna be like mind numbing, and it's a good little workout too. And but, uh, I mean, fresh cut grass is like a great smell, dude. Mm, it, and it looks great. Yeah, but, so uh, I actually don't mind. I don't mind cutting grass. Yeah, as soon as I start cutting it, I'm, I I feel better about it. But you like, know what I do first, hate it's though. Like, ugh, you know what that? I do hate? Uh, whippersnapping. Yeah, that's actually <laughs> what my story entails. Oh, so, great. so yesterday, mowing the lawn. Of course, I go into full yard guy mode. Just you know, I was like, all right, I gotta clean my edges off because, like, obviously with the lawn mower, you can't get all the perfect edges. So I was like, all right time to you know let's neaten it up a little bit so i go out in the backyard i got the battery all charged up for the whippersnipper go out whippersnipper around a couple corners making it look nice getting ready some dandelions all that stuff all of a sudden the uh the uh i'm, I'm gonna call it a tennis racket wire because i think that's what it is comes flying out of the whippersnipper <laughs> yeah i've been there. so i'm like i'm like oh shit that sucks i'm like okay i can figure this out like search through a shed i find some some string or whatever the hell it's called to put in the whippersnipper. So I think, uh, let's just, I'll just tie this in a knot around like the, <laughs> around the mechanism that spins. I was like, all right, I'll put this in a double knot. It's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> so I tie in a knot nice and tight. I got two, per- I got two, like <laughs> two parts coming out to bomb around. So I'm like, all right, go back down, start whippersnippering. I get maybe five to ten seconds before the before the knot that I've tied the whole piece comes flying off I'm like oh shit like okay I'll go back upstairs and I'll figure this out so I take it off I look at like how I I look at like the mechanism that spins and I'm like okay I think I got this figured out there's like a hole that uh, that goes right into the cylinder that uh, that spins so I'm like okay obviously you feed the string into this hole it goes around the mechanism and it locks in place or something like that so i spent 20 minutes like putting in like 15 feet of like tennis racket (laughs) string (laughs) so i'm like okay i finally figured it out locked in place let's go go back downstairs this stuff starts spewing out of the whippersnipper like fucking silly string yeah (laughs) so dad gets home and i'm like uh I think I may have fucked the whippersnipper up. And he's like, well, how the hell did you manage to do that? And I was like, just just take a look at it. 
like you'll figure it out takes him two seconds this morning to figure it out put it back together and he was like so what the hell did you do and i was like well see that hole that the that the string is now coming out of he's like yeah i was like i was feeding it into that hole <laughs> so yeah, that was that was how my day went yesterday trying to so, be a, a yardsman how, but how does how does the lawn look the lawn looks great now yeah yeah as soon as you get that great. part figured out the rest is yeah. uh the rest is pretty easy yeah took a took a bit and uh the whole time I was figuring it out, I was like, all those times that people could, didn't think I could figure shit out on my own. Well, here they go. They could suck on this one. And I just shoved it right up my own ass. Dude, actually, uh, that's that story might come second to the one I'm about to tell you. Because okay. um, my first job ever was mowing lawns. Like, it yeah, was just I remember like, with Daggle. Yeah, yeah. So me and Daggle, we, we mowed lawns. And... Uh, and there was one time we're coming back from mowing this lawn, probably about, you know, a five minute drive from our neighborhood. And, uh, and we didn't have any bungee cords for the, uh, for the lawnmower. <laughs> and like Daggle was driving like a Mazda three. So this thing didn't have the trunk space just to like stuff the whole mower in. Like it needed to be bungee corded in there and we didn't yeah. have any. So we stuffed it in and it was like, we we kind of like pushed it underneath like the lip of the trunk so it was like being held in place but like any sort of bump or whatever like this thing was going flying so we're driving and uh we're almost to our neighborhood like literally right outside turning making a left turn into our neighborhood and daggle's driving standard and he kind of like he doesn't have a clean shift into gear and the car kind of jolts and we're on like a hill like we're on like carney lake carney lake road and yeah. it's like uphill and the car jolts and all daggle and i hear from behind us is bang it's like what the fuck was that turn around the lawnmower is on like in the middle of the road rolling down the hill towards the intersection at the bottom of the hill <laughs> thank f- <laughs> thank fuck the like the traffic light at the bottom of the hill is red because there's like a line of 10 cars waiting for this light to turn green to come up the hill. I get out of the passenger seat and I'm just bombing down the hill, sprinting <laughs> probably as fast as I've ever run. And, uh, and I grab the lawnmower, rip it off the road and Daggle just drives off. And I'm like pulling the lawnmower back to my house. Cause it's only like, probably like, I don't even know a hundred steps away. And these like t- these two guys like working for like a cable I can't remember who it was, it was a cable company though, and they pull up beside me and they were like, "Holy fuck!" And I was like, "Yeah, that was kind of fucked." And they were like, "I don't think I've ever seen a person run as fast as you just did." And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, probably not." My lawnmower was rolling down the fucking hill. <laughs> yeah, never mind. You did so, talk that. Yeah, like that's yeah. never happening. So now neither of us work in lawn care. Yeah, no, I think there's a reason for that. Yeah, I would say. Um, but anyway, I guess we can get on with the show here. Uh, if this is your first time, congratulations. Pylons with Opinions is a weekly podcast where we debate some hot topics in sports and other aspects of life that are completely opinion-based as we have zero credibility. If participating in the show interests you, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Pod and submit topics and questions. 
Reminder that it's staff parking only outside and violators will be towed. Today we will cover the 2014 NHL playoff expansion, the charity game between Phil Mickelson, Tom Brady, Tiger Woods, and Peyton Manning. And the third topic is Paul Pierce came up with his top five NBA players of all time and left LeBron off that list. So, Haji, this first topic here, actually, man, I, I tried to talk to you about it yesterday, but you told me to save it, the 2014 uh, expansion for the NHL playoffs. Yes. I don't I don't know, man. I like it. I can't lie. I like it. I know I, you like uh, it. I think because when I think when we talked about this last, we talked about if they did the playoffs now, there'd be an asterisk next to whoever won just because of the year. But I think making this 24 teams, which really quickly turns into 16, I believe. Um, I think that kind of takes away from the actual at having an asterisk next to your name because right. there's more teams in the playoffs. So it's going to be harder for you to win. Right. Hmm. So that's kind of why I like it. And also I'm just going to enjoy seeing like with top four teams, I, I don't know if they play around Robin against each other, or if they all play against each other, but like the top four gets seated as like one, two, three, four, and then they go and play the winners of certain games. Uh, but like if they do a round robin, it'd be kind of cool to see a little four team play, four team tournament in the NHL. Right. So I'm I'm interested to see what it is. But the I do the only thing I don't like about it is that there are teams that will be in the playoffs that don't necessarily deserve to be there. Yeah, no, but I mean, how many teams are being left out here? Six or eight? Eight teams? Uh, there would be seven, seven teams. Seven, teams, yeah, seven yeah. teams left out. Um, Yeah, so I mean, like, you're basically saying, all right, so since we got cut short on the year, let's just put every fucking team in the playoffs and just see what happens. I don't know if I like it or not yet. I think it's going to be, like, entertaining hockey either way. Yeah, uh, like I think we're gonna see some really good games, um, but yeah, like you said, like some teams are just kind of being gifted a playoff berth here, and yeah, exactly. if you're if your team like, it's those teams where they weren't having a good year because like maybe they were backed up on injuries, and it was just like, you know, they they just they didn't have the pieces to to clinch a playoff spot, um, mm. but if they get those those injuries back. Like, that's where I kind of think it's like, I mean, every team's going to be healthy coming into this, most likely, unless you had, like, a, a guy who had surgery that left him out for a year or whatever. But, like, yeah, you think about it, like, all all the teams that were kind of banged up are, are getting their guys back. So there's no real advantage there. But I just think, like, there's some teams that, you know, if the if the season wasn't suspended and the playoffs started on time, they wouldn't have the guys that they would have coming into this playoff expansion idea. And mm. I mean, you could even see like if a goalie, if a goalie's hot in these playoffs, like I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of Montreal as a really good example. Like Montreal is not a good enough team to be in the playoffs, no. but they would be in, in this expansion. And man, if Carey Price can catch fire and he, his goals against average is like fucking like one for these yeah. playoffs. Like if he's just on a tear, and he just, like, I, I don't want to go as far as to say, like, he wins it for Montreal. 
But like, you know what I mean? Like a, he could a team take that's them a team that sh- exactly a team that shouldn't be there was just gifted this birth, and you know you have arguably one of the best goalies in the league, if not the best. Um, and you know he he takes them either to the finals or the conference finals or whatever. So yeah. that's that's where like, and like that's a, that's a cool story and all like. In general. That would be interesting to see, yeah. But like at the same time, it's like weird to say that this is how they're going to be playing for the Stanley Cup, you know, after like so many months off, and then just to come into this expanded playoffs with like almost every team in the league making it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you, yeah, you explained that really well because someone like Carey Price could easily just take over, and that could be the end for some very good teams just because he caught fire right um but i don't i forgot what i was just about to say uh there i mean some players did have some things to say about it like clorn said because there was only two teams that voted against it yeah it was tampa and, it was and carolina Tam- tampa and carolina and clorn said that tampa voted against it because that the, there was teams that didn't that they think didn't deserve to be there well it's true because that there, was there is teams yeah, yeah and that's completely fair. It's usually 60 like, – there's eight teams that – or I, I shouldn't say eight teams because, like, there were so many, like, bubble teams. Like, there was, like – right before the season got suspended, there was, like, one or two teams that kept flip-flopping each night between playoff spots. I think it was, like, Columbus and – Florida. Yeah, like, they were clinching – or they, they kept taking that last wildcard spot, but it would, like, change basically that's, on a daily basis. I think that's why – they decided to do this this way because how do you like cut out the team that's one point back exactly because you can't like you don't know how that was going to go like with because i know toronto and florida were fighting for that last divisional spot right in um in the playoffs and like there was still i don't know there was what like 17 18 games left in the season for each team yeah most teams were at like 60 60 like high 60s to 70 games played range exactly so like you can't you don't know how that was gonna go between each team right uh like florida could have ran away with it toronto could have ran away with it but it could have been super close like so that's maybe that's why they included the teams that were on the bubble yeah but like a team like montreal i don't really know why they'd be in a playoff spot because they were pretty much out of it right um and I can't remember the other, like, Winnipeg is included, I think. And they were, like, I'm pretty sure Colorado, Dallas, and St. Louis had locked up all the divisional spots. Yeah. But maybe that's just they're also including a couple w- bubble wildcard teams just because they don't know how that was going to go. Yeah, I think that's I think that w- that's what it was. But, Cause... like, even Weber said, like, he was like, no, we don't deserve to be here, but, like, great that we get to play extra hockey this year i mean which was, i mean i respect that because he's like he knows that they don't deserve it but like hey you're there you might as well play yeah no for sure like i think um there were some teams that <clears throat> you couldn't exactly like take them out of the conversation like montreal but at the same time like even though they they weren't technically eliminated they weren't going to make the playoffs no i don't think they weren't so. they weren't playing well and they weren't you know they they had I mean they're I was looking at their wins and losses, and they only show up against like good teams. Yeah, they do. They, they were could actually be so the much only better. Team. 
They were the they only are. team this year to be swept by Detroit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They lost. They got swept in their season series by Detroit. But didn't they like sweep Washington? I think they I, were like I three, three and zero against Washington, or it was some like a good team anyway. That and then yeah, they were me, swept, honestly. swept by Detroit. And because I, I was looking at it, I mean they're a young team, young talented team, but it their immaturity kind of shows up when you look at their uh, like how their schedule went because you can just see that they had dates circled on the calendar and then just look past the other ones like the games yeah. against Detroit man you have to win those games if you want to be in the conversation oh, yeah. like exactly. those are like your those are your free like basically your free games exactly um, and like a young team like Detroit facing a young team like Montreal where Montreal is kind of more in the conversation like Detroit's going to come out and they're going to want to you know show them up and Montreal not being ready for that you, you end up with a sweep to the worst team in the league yeah, which is embarrassing as shit. That's why I was like, that's why I wanted Montreal out of the playoff picture as soon as possible. So I was just yeah. like, man, they even if they clinch that last that's wild card spot, of, they don't yeah. deserve it. Yeah, and if they make the wild card, they're a type of team like Columbus last year that can that can sweep that not sweep, but they can upset someone easy just because of one player, right? Which was Price. Price. Um, yeah. I mean, even even so, like Price, Price's numbers have been you know off um but i think like we all know how good he is or how good he can be even if he was having an off year to have this little break the best goalie in the league man i'm telling you man like uh he might not be the best goalie in the league numbers wise but he's probably he's probably the best goalie in the league his number his numbers don't say he's the best but he is the best goalie in the league yeah like to me it's hands down he is the best goalie he has he, no I help in front of him. His of, of all, yeah, of all the goalies in the league, not I don't think there's one goalie that can take over a game and a series as much as he can. Because like if he gets hot in a seven game series, he can win one or two series. Right. And by I think himself. the first what, isn't the first round like a round of it's a best of five or something. Um, that I don't know, but yeah. I've I found the picture here. So the top four teams for the East would be Boston, Tampa, Washington, and Philly. Yeah. And for the West, it'd be St. Louis, Colorado, Vegas, and Dallas. So you have in the West, you have three of the top four teams coming out of one division. Right. Yeah. Which is fucked. Yeah. So, and then, so some bottom teams were the Rangers, which I'm actually happy the Rangers made it because I was kind of following them this year. And they were a young, solid team. They're so going to be I'm, good. They're going to be I think they have I think they have the be, the brightest future. They have like, they're going to be a powerhouse in like 5 yeah, years. Yeah, um, in like 5 to 10 years, I think they have the brightest future. You're right. Of any team. But uh then you have like the Islanders and Hurricanes which were bubble teams and Columbus, they were all kind of bubble teams. The Islanders but, oh man, like they're they're they could be sneaky. Yeah, they could be a sneaky team. But then the kind of like the Montreal in the East, Chicago and Minnesota are involved <laughs> yeah. in the playoffs, which I don't agree with at all. No, that's and that's the question, man. Like, uh, I get you. You don't want to take out the bubble teams. Like, you don't want to just take away their uh, their playoff hopes. Like, because the season got suspended. But then there's yeah. some teams where you're like, you know, this isn't. <laughs> you you didn't even have a shot. Yeah, like. Um, like right now it has Edmonton playing Chicago and Vancouver playing Minnesota. And if mm. I'm Edmonton and Vancouver, I'm like, if we play great, that's an easy sweep. 
Like, that's a layup win. I just don't, I, yeah, you don't want to take away from teams that are, you know, fighting and they're close to it, but you got to think that there's some teams that just aren't going to make it. Right. No, for sure. Like, they're for sure not going to make it. And, like, that's why I think you can take out teams like Montreal, um, Chicago, Chicago, Minnesota. Minnesota. Whoever they play. You can even take out the Rangers because right now they're the 11th team in the East. Yeah, you could definitely take them out. I I still think they'll be an entertaining team to watch, but I think you could still take them out uh, of the conversation here. Yeah, let them come back next year. (laughs) But, like, what would you do? So, I mean, they're just really pushing to try to get the season picked back up. Um, But, like, how how could you eliminate teams and make this work? Because would you take it what down do all the way to six? Like, would you take it down to all the way to sixteen? Like, if if you were gonna do this, if you were the if league, I would was you gonna take it do down this, to sixteen. Uh, fuck! I don't like. I mean, we can we can find loopholes with this twenty fourteen thing all day, but like at the end of the day, any plan they gonna they come up with to finish the season is gonna have a loophole. Like, you can't please everybody. Right. No, uh, like if you exactly. go to sixteen, if you go to sixteen teams, and just eliminate all those bubble teams, obviously they're going to be pissed off. Right. But if you include them all, like they're doing with this twenty-four, then you piss off the top teams. Yeah. Which are like, well, like Boston could get flopped by, like Pittsburgh could get flopped by Montreal in the first round, and then Montreal comes out and they're hot and they could flop Boston in the first round. You never right. know. Yeah. And then Boston's pissed off because you robbed them of the opportunity and so <laughs> you I took mean, away I'd be like pretty, good I'd be pretty happy. I mean, I'd be pretty happy if Montreal flopped Boston, but <laughs> Yeah, no, um, so would I, but like there's there's good teams like teams that were having great years. Exactly. And, you know, we're kind of earning their way to all these and like I think the argument too was the top 4 teams they get that first round bye, don't they? And they come yeah, they into get a, a first series where a team's already been playing. Yep. Yeah, they get a first and round And I think, bye. and like usually, um, usually you want the bye. Like in the NFL, you want that first round bye, usually for the playoffs. Yeah. Um, but with a, with a case like this where you've had like a couple months off, now your top teams are going to be like that one step behind a team that just came out of a first round. Yeah. And... And then, you know, it's different if the season ended normally and, like, the way it was structured, the top four teams got a first-round bye. But, like, the last time you played, by the time you play your first round, um, it's only, like, two weeks off kind of thing. But, like, with this, you've had, like, almost, probably had, like, what, three months off now? Or it will be. It will be when, uh, if these pick back up. Um so, like, if you have three months off and now you're just getting thrown right into playoff hockey, second round, you didn't even play a first round, but you're playing against a team that did play a first round, you could see some upsets just because of that, too. Or you could see, you know, the the worst thing that would happen would be, like, or that you would hate to see is, like, injuries to key players, and that just, like, fucks them oh, yeah. next year, too. Lots of pulled groins. Lots of pulled yeah. groins this July. So your 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 top teams are getting thrown right into a second yeah. round again without even playing a first round against a team that has played a first round. So I don't know. That's like kind of where I'm questioning it. Just yeah. 
just because I don't know. I think, uh, yeah. And again, that's where I just like, it's just weird to picture that this is the way that they're going to be playing for the cop. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, you got to do it. Make a new trophy. But okay. I got a question for you, but before I ask you this question, one more point I had is I'm looking at a team, like, I don't know if this is going to affect them, but Colorado, because they were directly affected by COVID. I wonder how much that's going to actually affect them if they have a first round buy. Like I'm, I'm, I'm sure that the players that they, that had the COVID are probably, Mm -hmm. they're, they're probably okay now, but like, I wonder, I wonder if that affects them in any way. I don't know. Anyway, but my question to you is, so let's forget about Tampa and Dallas, our two teams that are in the, they both have first round buys, humble brag. Um, but, uh, if you take away those teams, who are you looking at as a dark horse? Like I'm like, take away, like you don't have to take take those teams away and I'm still not choosing them as a dark horse. Yeah, I know. So, like, or, or sorry, not a dark horse, but like you, you obviously you got your Boston, your St. Louis as the top two teams from yeah. each conference. Then we, you got our two favorite teams, Tampa and Dallas. Besides mm-hmm. those four teams, who are you looking at as like? Okay, these guys are dangerous, and like I'm thinking, they, I'm thinking Columbus. Columbus. Yeah. Okay. I think because they not who I was thinking. <laughs> they had some injuries this year. And obviously they lost Panera and they lose Bobrovsky. But I'm telling you, man, like, you got guys still, like, this is a good what, team. Wierenski. Wierenski, Jones, uh, their goalie, his name's Elvis, I think. He was yeah, up um, this year. Merzlinkus Mers- or something. Yes, Lincolns or yeah. Merzlinkus. I, I don't know how to say it, dude, but he, <laughs> he, he had a good year. Um, I and think- he got torts behind the bench. And then you got, yeah, exactly. And then you see what they did last year. I mean, obviously sweeping Tampa first round and then giving the Bruins a fight anyway. Um, but it, I think if I'm not, oh, I hate to say this, dude, but even the Leafs, oh, this could work out for the Leafs. Is, is it could. The shitty, the, the really shitty thing about this. Um, but I mean, whatever. Who are they playing in the first round? The Leafs, as of right now. Columbus. <laughs> Columbus. Okay. Well, and then the winner of that series plays Boston, don't they? And then yeah, the winner of that series plays Boston. <laughs> okay. Well, I would. Yeah, I would. I would hope to see there. I would want to actually see the Leafs win that first round, come into Boston, and then just get swept. Yeah. I enough of this game. Enough of this game seven shit. Just the Bruins just step on them. Yeah. So, okay, so that was not the same direction I was thinking with Columbus or Toronto. <laughs> um, I was thinking my two teams that I don't think people would think of, Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. I don't think either of them are dark. Actually, Philadelphia, yes. I, not I, I don't a, think not necessarily a dark, a dark horse. horse. Pittsburgh you can't call a dark horse. But I'm thinking, like, outside of, like, Boston and St. Louis, even Tampa, like outside of the top three teams, and people mm-hmm. aren't giving them all the credit. Yeah, like F- Pittsburgh isn't doesn't finish in the top four; they finished fifth right. in the conference. But like, that's a team that's they've got experience and they're dangerous. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Philadelphia before the season ended was probably the hottest team in the league. Right, and I, like so. I look at Philadelphia and I'm like, yeah, that's a team like 
I probably wouldn't want to face in the first round because they've got a good, they got like the perfect mix of young and veterans, and those veterans have like all that time to rest up. Right. So like, I'm looking at that team, and I'm like, I'm thinking they're a dangerous team in the East, and not exactly a team I'd want to play in the playoffs. No, for sure. Um, yeah, no, I was looking at them. I never really took them seriously, to be honest. Philadelphia. Um, I I think this year and next year when we have a full season, I think they're a cup contender. Yeah, yeah, I could, yeah, I could see them. I could definitely see them making some noise. I don't know if I go as far as to say a cup contender, um, or at least a deep them, run. Sorry. Yeah, um, and I love, uh, I love Philly games because I mean Philly's a gritty team, um, but like especially when they play Tampa because that's like the only really time I watch Philly. Uh, Tampa and Philly have great games. Like, they're usually, yeah. I remember, oh, fuck, it was, like, I think it was last season, Tampa was up, like, 4-1, Philly comes back to tie, it goes up 5-4, then it's 5-5, then it goes to overtime, and the Lightning win in overtime. Man, it was such a fucked game, and every single time they play, it's just like that. So, honestly, I wouldn't mind, like, seeing that kind of deeper into the playoffs, seven-game set of that. Um, but to Pittsburgh, I think Pittsburgh... I wouldn't really call them, like, to me, like, personally, the way I follow them this year, I wouldn't, I don't think they could surprise me just because they, they played really well this year. Because the yeah. last couple of years, they've been they've been there, but they haven't, like, they haven't made the runs that we're used to seeing from Pittsburgh. Um, yeah. But this year, I was kind of expecting that from them. Oh, I was yeah, this year I was expecting a fairly deep run. Yeah. So. But, uh, I mean, right now... If Pittsburgh was to win their series, they'd play Philly, and that would be an incredible series to watch. Yeah, that would be a good series. Yeah, so there's a lot of there's a lot of mat like for this twenty four team uh, bracket. There's a lot of a lot of matchups that are going to be really fun to watch. Yeah, as long there as will be. yeah, if, if it goes away, I'm I'm kind of seeing it. Like um, you could have you could have a. Toronto Boston second round, which everybody loves to see Boston just shit kick the Leafs. <laughs> um, yeah, you could have but a like, Philly again. Phil, or sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say that 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 would worry me though if that went like to Game Seven again, if they had that series, and then mm-hmm. let's say Toronto wins this time, and then they're kind of moving down closer to the Cup with that momentum. That would scare me. Yeah. The only thing I'm the biggest thing I am disappointed about this playoff format though is that we're not going to get a battle of Alberta in the playoffs. No, I know that's what I was looking forward to. Those teams were going to kill each other. <laughs> I, I was so excited to watch it. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that's all I really got on that topic. That's all I can really talk about. Uh, so the next topic, the charity game, that's going on right now. I think they're warming up as we speak. Yeah, I can't I wait think... to watch it. I think Brady and uh, who's Brady with Mickelson? Yeah, I think he they were teeing off at like twenty minutes ago, four thirty, something like time. that. There was a there was a shit ton of rain, like it was downpouring, so they may have been uh, they may have been so on they a delay. Been delayed, yeah, actually, God, I hope they I hope they got delayed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, no. Who do you have in that? I chose. Uh, I'm going with Peyton Manning and Tiger Woods. Yeah, so am I. Yeah. I even put money on them. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, I got out bet. of the sports betting, man. I had I was betting on it hard in the uh, 
like from January on until everything was, you know, was done. I went full degenerate for the, the, when, before COVID happened and like the football, hockey and basketball season, I was full on degenerate with that stuff. (laughs) It's yeah, it's fun, dude, but it, it gets a, it gets a little addicting. You start like, you start getting your little wins. Like you start with, I started out, I was just like, put like two bucks down on a ticket, pay out like 15 bucks. And then I was like, oh, it's not even fucking worth it drop five for like a $50 payout. And it's like, ah, maybe, maybe I'll drop 10 tonight. And then you yeah, lose. See, that's the thing though. You gotta, you gotta have some patience when you're betting like that. <laughs> see what I did was with the, my handy dandy top, uh, bet three sixty five. God, I love that app. Um, yeah, that's what I was using. Too. You just, you put on, you put on with five bucks. You start with a five bucks. I put the limit as it's all, I think the most I'm allowed to put on the account is 10 bucks at a time. Um, so I'll start off with like a simple $2 bet. And I'll build the money up slowly. Then I'll start as soon as I get to like fifty bucks. Then I'll start doing five dollar bets. Right. Then when I get to a hundred, then I'll start doing ten dollar <laughs> bets. And I just start building and building and building. I remember once though the the Winter Classic with Dallas and Nashville. I was looking at the game and Dallas was down four two, and the odds skyrocketed. I was at a hundred dollars <laughs> on the account. So I yeah, was like, I love those it. those in game bets. Yeah, that's when you know. That. That's when you know you're borderline. I have an issue. <laughs> so, you're changing your shit in the middle of the game. I used to yeah. do that all the time. I'd be laying in bed at like twelve after losing, like my biggest ticket, and then I'm, and then like usually the Lakers play late here, so I would just hop onto that, and like first quarter they might be down by like six, yeah. and then I just oh, like yeah. put money on the Lakers, and then yeah. I yeah get the get the account back up, but. With with this Dallas game, they were down four two in the second. So I was like, okay, fuck it, I'm gonna. I, it was New Year's Eve too. I'm like, I was at and I'm at Hannah's Hannah's house with her whole family for dinner, and I'm like, fuck it, real quick, let's throw down a bet. I threw down twenty on the Dallas money line and twenty on the Dallas puck line. Jesus fuck! I had ninety dollars in my account, and I was like, fuck it, let's go, we're all in. So I throw the money down right. And so I'm watching, and I have my phone on the, the uh, countertop where we're eating, <laughs> and I'm I'm looking because like Bet three sixty five has like the live game action yeah, yeah, and, yeah. like stuff like that. So I have that on, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, it goes Dallas goal. Soon as I put the bet down, I'm like, okay, okay, that's good. Dallas goal again. I'm like, holy shit, it's tied. We go into the third period. Dallas goal, Dallas goal. I'm like, holy shit, we're up 4-2. And I'm sitting there next to Hannah, and I'm like hopping in my seat, like up and down. I'm like, holy fuck. She's like, what? And I was like, I just won like 130 fucking dollars betting. (laughs) (laughs) It's like to all those people that say in-game betting is a terrible, is like a bad, is like a bad sign. I'm like, go fuck yourself because I just won $130. (laughs) Dude, okay. So this is where this app, I mean, I was definitely an idiot with this app like i just put like a 25 dollar prepaid down on it and i was like whatever happens fucking happens so it started off like i just put like five bucks down and i'd take like teams that were gonna win like i would just i would go safe bets and go like money line uh like tampa bruins leafs and they'd be playing like detroit buffalo and like minnesota like shit teams and you know i'd win like 30 cents more than I put down a night. And I was like, well, that's no fun. So yeah, that's boring. Me and my roommate, we would every single night make one of our tickets and either put one or two down, one or two dollars down on every single NHL game that night. 
we take oh, I we remember take, this. I we remember take this. Money money line on like twelve NHL games. And we never came close. It was always like dude, I there was one night I put I was like looking at uh I was looking at the score app and I was like, Oh, the games tonight actually, you know, there's there's not a lot of up upsets that I could see. So I put down like a two dollar ticket on twelve teams, my all money line. Parlayed. Yeah, huge parlay. And I was looking at like I mean, they were they were favorites, so I was probably looking at like two hundred bucks ish. Which is nice to have an extra two hundred bucks kicking around when you're yeah, university. Um so I think the one team that fucked me was Detroit winning like their second game of the year. <laughs> their second of three wins. And they just spoiled my chance at $200. And that's when I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm done with this sports betting shit. Oh, yeah. No, you can't, you can't get, you can't get disheartened like that. You gotta, you gotta persevere. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, I've I had just... some, I've had some tough, tough losses, but it's just like, all right, you gotta bounce back. Yeah. No, I, um, back to our topic of the charity game. Cause you put money down on the charity game. Yeah. I put five bucks down. Five bucks on Woods and uh, Manny. Woods and Manny, yeah. Nice. So, they seem quite confident coming into it, so I'm like, all right, you're my boys. I'm riding with you. <laughs> I, t- I took Woods and uh, Manny to win, um, but, like, I'm excited to see it because... It'll be I, fun. I don't know. I think I think with the personalities on the golf course, like Peyton Manning Mickelson's and Phil Mickelson's... Phil, yeah, Phil, Phil, the thrill and Peyton Manning's uh, personalities on the course, like chirping each other, is gonna be hilarious. Like yeah. I can't wait to hear Phil chirp someone. It's so funny. Have you ever? Have you? Do you follow him on Instagram? No. Oh, dude, follow him on Instagram. He po- he posts some funny shit. Like he posts, I think it's every Tuesday. It's like a thank you. He calls it hashtag Thank You Tuesday. He just like. He does this video of him, like, sitting in this, like, rich environment. Like, he did this one video. He was sitting in these nice leather chairs in, like, a man cave. And, like, he's talking about, like, some person from his from his past that helped him out. And he, like, thanks him and stuff like that. And he has, like, this cringy smile while he stares at the camera and talks. <laughs> they are absolutely hilarious <laughs> to watch. Like, every time I watch it, I lose it laughing. Yeah, like, a- you got to follow him, man. He's so funny on Instagram. Yeah, he's a great personality. Especially for, like, golf, too, man. Like, you don't right. really... You like, kind of see seen, it, but they're pretty Have you seen serious. the video surface of him... Uh, it was like him and Tiger teeing off and the ladies like listing off Tiger's resume of wins. <laughs> yeah. And Phil just goes, all right, all right, that's enough. Like, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you know, he's, he's just such a comic, dude. I love him. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited to see this too. Not only because like it's kind of sports coming back, but at the mm-hmm. same time, like you're going to see right into uh, – into like their conversations and all that so it'll be uh, i also i'd also love to see the side bets that they got going on because phil loves the side bets oh i bet yeah yeah like million dollars per hole or something stupid next time we go golfing we'll we'll do like a little side bet we'll be like all right uh how many over under one eight irons daggle will have in his bag <laughs> <laughs> that's 
that's it. That's I I take that bet. I take the over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Over oh, over that. over one eight iron and be like under zero point five sand wedges. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, true. Um, so yeah, so, so yeah, so, I got uh, so we both got Woods and Manning taking uh, taking the taking the game over Mickelson and Brady. It'll be nice to see. It'll be nice to see Brady lose <laughs> for once. Yeah, for once in his life, <laughs> for once uh, in his perfect life. <laughs> yeah, fuck. I he's been like every time I see him post on Instagram now, it like it like hurts me. Just to he know has that, some, like, dude, he has some. Yeah, talk talk about some in, talk about cringy Instagram. I think he takes the reins as probably the cringiest Instagram to watch. You know, like, like the videos he posts with like the cringy smile, and like the like the one he posted of him. Uh, I think when he passed somebody for like passing TDs or something like that, and he's doing like the cringy ass smile and his while he's walking to his rich car. He's just a total dad, dude. Yeah, it's, it's just so cringy, dude. I get like every time I watch his Instagram videos, like my skin crawls. I, like, I can't watch them. Okay, but I don't well, know. Maybe that's maybe maybe that's to, because I'm not a Brady fan. I don't know. We can agree to disagree on that. Yeah, let's go with that. Um, but so you can't lie. There... That video of him kissing his son was that. That takes the reins. It's a cringy. Dude, that's not even. Well, that's not even what we're talking about here. I just that's had to throw the topic. There. Um, all right topic number three all right let's get all serious here for a second just gonna slide (laughs) jesus now i now i know where now i know where it hurts just talking about brady kissing his son and you really want to move on all right take it easy all right so this third topic um so the last like two weeks or basically i mean ever since the last dance better part of a month yeah, um, all I've been seeing on like every social media is, I mean, sports talk right now is so dry because there's been nothing for months. Uh, aside drier, from like drier as, than as, us, as, believe like, it or not. <laughs> exactly. Aside from like, um, aside from the NHL coming back, like there's really been nothing. But a big thing right now is the Jordan and LeBron debate. Like, yep. who's the GOAT? Um, and that's, like, led to a lot of former players or current players coming up with their top five NBA players of all time. Yeah. And everybody, like, for the most part, I've seen Jordan at number one, LeBron at number two. Yeah. Which, I like, um, I still have a tough time picking. Like, I mean, I never really got to see Jordan play. I think, you know, the way that, uh, you know, Jordan kind of made the whole team better is kind of giving him that edge on, you know, the greatest of all time, like his mindset. Yeah, after and, watching The Last Dance, Jordan is number one to me without a doubt, like no arguments. Yeah, I still got to like, watch Like him. I said, like I I agree with you. I, I never got to watch him play. Like we both were probably around like for when he played for the Wizards. Um. But, like, after watching The Last Dance and the details they go into and the games and all that stuff, yeah, he is he's number one for me without a doubt. Like, right. hands down, unanimous yeah. number one. I Yeah, I think Le, um, LeBron's definitely the greatest of, like, our time. 
Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Um, but here's the thing. So, and that's what I've been seeing all throughout these, like, players posting their top five. It was Jordan at one, LeBron at two. Paul Pierce, <laughs> I, I saw his list. He didn't have LeBron at number one. He didn't have LeBron mm. at number two. He didn't have LeBron in his top five. And I think there's a. I'm pretty sure there's a rivalry that there. Like I think they had a rivalry. I think so. When um, I think it was when he's with when LeBron was first with the Cavs before he went to Miami. Yeah, and and, and that was Pierce was like, like prime Pierce and his. In I don't think Boston. he's a. I just don't think he's a LeBron fan at all. No, like, I feel like he. I feel like he holds like a grudge against him for some reason. Dude, like that's the thing to not even put LeBron on your top five of all time. That's, that's just insult. Dis- that's just disrespectful. That's insulting. <laughs> um, I saw that and I was like, "You got to be fucking kidding me!" So I looked it up, uh, and yeah, I guess they kind of had a, a rivalry. So I guess there's some hatred there, and that that definitely plays into why he's not on Paul Pierce's top five. But like, man, even Paul Pierce probably knows LeBron is top five all time, and just yeah. didn't want to put him on his list. I mean, he had great players on his list. Uh, he had Kobe at five. Yeah, he had. I I just pulled it up. He had MJ at one, uh, Kareem at two, Bill Russell at three, Magic at four, and Kobe at five. Which yeah. I mean, that's a that's a good list. It's a good list, but uh man. But you can't you can't leave LeBron off of it. <laughs> like I mean, I'm not that big of a LeBron fan. I like him a bit. I like him more than I used to. But like, yeah, you can't leave LeBron <laughs> off of your list. No, like he man. is, he is on the like, he's on the Mount Rushmore of basketball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just like with without like you can't you you can find the biggest LeBron hater like some fan in Arkansas, Cleveland. I don't even know if that I got that. I think Akron. Sorry, not Arkansas. Arkansas is <laughs> one place. <laughs> uh, if you go to Akron, Ohio, <laughs> and find the biggest Cavalier fan in the world. Was still pissed off about the Miami Heat signing. He he still he would he or she would still say yeah LeBron is on the Mount Rushmore top five all time. <laughs> I mean you could find you could probably find someone in Arkansas who'd say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, oh yeah, fuck. No, so one, that, one too that... many blue lobsters. Sorry. That list just kind of grinded my gears. Like, I, I read the list, and I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Is this a joke? Yeah, I mean, it's something I, to talk about. I was like, him and him and LeBron must be, like, really good friends. And he's fucking with LeBron. I was well, looking for, like, like a, a quote or something. And then I was like, whoa, no, Pierce just really does not like LeBron. Well, it's like uh, Isaiah Thomas, with who played for the Pistons back mm-hmm. in the day. Like, once you watch The Last Dance, you'll see, like, the how big of a rivalry there was between that and they still don't like each other right. and he says to this day he would much rather take lebron in a game over jordan <clears throat> yeah. and i think that i think that's more fueled just by the rivalry yeah 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 no, no question like that's more personal than fact and even scotty pippen was like you're a fucking idiot <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. like i mean i think personally that that statement you're a fucking idiot like i think i'd take jordan hands down Right, but um, so okay, so if you had to redo Paul Pierce's list, yeah, how how are you doing it? So you're asking me for my top five. 
Let's let's do it. Here you go, Pylon fans. We're doing two top fives in an episode. Dude, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't even know if I have a top five. Like, I don't know if I've come up with a top five. Okay. Well, I think um, I'll give you mine first. So I'll let you think about it. So my top five. I'm going MJ one. Jordan is number mm-hmm. one. The goat. Um, I'm putting. I'll put Kareem at two, just because oh. like he's the all time scorer and everything like that. Then I'm putting LeBron at three. And I, that's a close third for me. That is a very, like, he is nipping Kareem's ass right now. Okay. Um, then at four, this may be a hot take, but I'm putting someone, I'm, I got a tie. A, I don't know if I want to go tie. I'm put, yeah, I'll go Magic. Magic at four, and then Kobe at five. I agree with the four and five. Okay. I'll go Magic and Kobe. And then six, six, I look at someone like a Tim Duncan. Okay. <clears throat> so, so yeah, that's yeah. So I'm going MJ, Kareem, jo- uh, LeBron, Magic, Kobe. So I would take. So I take Bill would... Russell out. So I take Bill a... Russell. Out. Okay, yeah, yeah. I take Bill Russell out and put LeBron in there. Yeah, I wouldn't put Bill Russell in my top five. I mean, he's got the like, most if championships. I was gonna, if I was going to, but there was no like, but like there was like six teams in the league. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's like asking if like the Habs are the greatest franchise ever because they have twenty three well, cups, and it's like I no. wouldn't say that the gr- they're the greatest, but they're the most storied. Right, um, that's what I would yeah, so, the most storied franchise of all time. So your top, so ask me my top five. I I don't even know if I could do that right now, because um, I like I've we never really again. I've never really said like a top five I, for this conversation. Like when it comes to NBA. Uh, I I was always just big into like the the Jordan and LeBron debate. I never really like yeah. stopped and like came up with my top list of players. Like I think I could come up with. You know, I mean, we three, could say three that greats. For another episode yeah. too. Three greats that I just love. Versus MJ. Three greats that like I yeah, love can, and that I'm, that I would yeah. put up there is Kobe, LeBron, and Jordan. Like all three of those would be out there, but like. I don't know. I just, I hate to like come up with my top five of all time, and I and like because I don't really like look too much past like what I've been alive for, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, in that case, and KD's on your top five of all time. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't do like, <laughs> I just don't do like extensive research all to right. come up with my top five of all time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Let's. I I gave mine, but I, that's a tentative one. So let's let's regroup on that. Maybe that'll be next week's top five. Yeah, maybe we'll, we'll regroup on that one. Big time, maybe. Yeah, we'll we'll do extensive research on that one and come back to you with that top five. Um. So for this week's top five, our real top five. <laughs> Speaking gotta, of top fives, we got to finish off the top five jerseys here uh, with the only one we haven't done: NBA. NBA, the No Balls Association. Yeah. Um, God, I love that name. Okay, um, we usually alternate here, but I'm I'm just gonna read mine off here. Yeah, and let's just go. You do your five through one, and I'll then I'll do my five through one. Let's. Yeah. So coming in at number five, I have the uh, the Knicks blue. Okay. So it's just literally just blue, and then yeah. the right with the orange. orange. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I. 
I'm not gonna have. I'm not gonna give a bunch of reasons for this. I just like the look of it. That's fair. It's it's an attractive look. Uh, at four, I got the Golden State white uniforms. Oh, hype beast! I'm just joking. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I don't know why um, I said that. But also a big thing for me too, like when I'm watching it on TV or whatever, uh, if it like blends in nice with like what the stadium's going got going on in that too, like that yeah. can make that can make a big difference. Uh, at three, I got the Lakers purple. Okay. Self-explanatory there. They're just a great yeah. jersey. Um, number two, I have the Raptors OVO jerseys, but I like the white and gold yep. ones. Not the like I do okay. like the I like the black ones with like the uh, the gold, mm-hmm. but I like the I like the white ones more. Okay, I think I lean a little bit more towards the black and gold, but okay. I think a lot of people actually probably would, but I, I'm like big into like the all white uniforms. I do like all white. I do agree with you. I think they're not. I do agree that they're nice jerseys. Uh, and then my number one is the uh, Miami Vice jerseys. Can't go wrong with those. No, uh, yeah. I mean, those are, <laughs> the blue or black. They're both sick. Yeah, I, I like the blue ones the most. I think. Yeah. But you can't go wrong. Even the pink ones. Yeah, or the pink is my favorite. I like the pink one okay. the most. So yeah, that's. I mean, I can't argue with that list. That's a. That's a good list. So, uh, so my list, I go number five. I like the uh, Toronto Raptors, the Huskies jerseys. They do, yeah. like the blue and white ones, and yeah. that kind of plays into what you're saying about the gold state whites. Like when they do the Husky night with the Raptors, and everyone's wearing blue and white, the stadium mm-hmm. looks awesome. No, yeah, no, uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So four, four, I got the Lakers gold again. Mm-hmm. That's self-explanatory. Mostly, it's kind of like how we talked about the Yankees. It's just that's a legendary jersey. It's a trademark jersey. Exactly. Um, when you think about the NBA, a lot of people are going to think about the Lakers gold. Right. Uh, at three, this may be an unpopular one, but I got the Bulls black and red pinstripe from back in the nineties. Like back in the Jordan days, I love those jerseys. I think they're intimidating as hell to look at. Yeah, they're they are pretty dope jerseys. Yeah, I think, and I think back in the day with like Jordan and Pippen and Rodman when they were wearing those jerseys, I I think it probably looked fairly intimidating. They're badass, dude. Badass jerseys. Exactly. Something about black, dude, with jerseys. I just I love it. Um. So number two, I got the Miami Vice jersey, and mm-hmm. like I said, I can go either way: pink, blue, black. Either one works for me. Uh, then number one, I have the Raptors purple with the Raptor on the jersey. Okay, yeah. I, I think that is the most unique NBA jersey of all time. Yeah, those ones like, are Like, with cool. that whole, with the Raptor actually stitched into the jersey, I think yeah, that no, was incredible. Yeah. Yeah, those are great jerseys, too. I I wouldn't put them near my number one, but I can see why you would. I think knowing, I, I, that was probably that, one like of the... That, yeah. Yeah, I think that was probably one of the first NBA jerseys I ever looked at, and it just it just caught my eye right away. I just thought right. it was incredible. Uh, and then honorable mention, it's not an NBA jersey, <laughs> but the Toon Squad jersey from Space Jam. <laughs> Dude, I love you, those jerseys. Didn't you just order one of those? Yes, I did. I ordered myself a Michael Jordan Toon Squad jersey. <laughs> You've already... Dude, quarantine has just added to your jersey quarantine like, yeah like crazy. quarantine quarantine i've added now th- has i've added four jerseys to my collection 
and I don't intend to stop anytime soon. The, the, the best so, is when you're like, dude, I, they're only like they're only like fifty bucks. And I mean, like, that's, yeah, they're only fifty so, bucks if you buy like one of them. If you buy like so, five of them, it's so I only buy one at a time. It's usually one every paycheck, something like that. Usually, maybe one every paycheck, one every month, something like that. But so I bought, I bought a Alexander Ovechkin uh, retro Washington Capitals jersey. Hmm. I thought that was like a sick jersey. I was like, okay, that's a great one to add to the collection. Then I think I was, I got back from golf on Monday last week. And I was laying in bed, and I was like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to throw on uh, Space Jam. I haven't seen that in forever. It was a great movie. So I'm watching that, and it gets to the end scene where they're wearing those jerseys. I'm like, fuck, those are sick jerseys. <laughs> and, I, and, of course, I do it on my mind. I'm thinking about it, and I go, god damn it. I need to add that to my collection. So, <laughs> And I go to Fanatics. Fanatics doesn't have it. And that's the thing about Fanatics, too. If I was to find that on Fanatics, that'd be like 150 bucks. So... And then I was like, all right, I'll check Amazon. Amazon is anything. I could, you could shit out an eagle's beak and I could have it on my ne- my doorstep the next day. So I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll go into Amazon. Little, little I find first first result, Michael Jordan, Toon Squad jersey, 54 bucks Canadian, free shipping. Like, yep, sign me up. Sold. I took it. So, I mean, I've paid a little bit for... I've, I've, I've paid a quite a little bit for jerseys, but... I want to have a nice collection when I'm when I'm older and have a nice man cave. So, why not buy them now when I have very little responsibility as as to bills? Can't argue with that. Yeah. So that's uh, that's our top five. Jer- uh, that wraps up our top five jerseys. So next week we'll be moving on to different top fives. I know we got a couple in the bank. People have asked us to do so. Maybe we'll do those next week. Right on. So, um, or the week after, you never know. So we got some questions here, uh, some listener questions. Uh, this first one we kind of touched on before uh, a couple weeks ago when we were we were talking about just quarterbacks in general. Yeah. Um, but Logan Gaunt writes in and he he says, "What are the boys' thoughts on Dak turning down one thirty five million? Typical cowboy scumbag. <laughs> I mean." Yeah, like I said, we touched on this before. I think that offer in general was kind of, it was generous. Yeah. In terms of his play. So, I mean, to turn it down is kind of, it's kind of a, I don't know, it's a it's a bold move. The only, per- I the only people that are justifying him turning this down are Cowboy fans. Yeah. <laughs> there is not one other fan base in the NFL that's like, yeah, you're right to turn that down. They yeah. saw, they signed Andy Dalton, obviously a power move by the GM, and then he offers you $135 million and you tell him to shove it up your his ass. Well, are you they, fucked? <laughs> did, they tagged him, though, didn't they? Yeah, they tagged him, but then they say, listen, here, here's $135 million. <laughs> Nah, I don't want it. Nah, that's okay. I'll hold out for something better. <laughs> what are you, the caller daddy girls? You're not getting anything better. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, if you're... Dak turning down... Yeah, I mean, I would have taken it for sure. Uh, Hands down, I would have taken it and then said thank you. <laughs> so that's that's my thoughts on that. Yeah. Dak, as, Dak as a QB... I mean, I think there's potential there, but uh, uh, I don't think he's earned $135 million yet. 
and no. turned it down. So that's that's my thought. <laughs> he's on getting that. paid. He's getting paid more than. Uh, let me list off four quarterbacks. He's getting paid more than <laughs> Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and Drew Brees. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. What? That's that and Dallas Patrick Cow- Mahomes and Pat Mahomes. It's that Cowboys money, dude. Oh my god! I wish I I wish I could throw a quarterback. I or throw a quarterback. I wish I could <laughs> throw a ball and got drafted by the Cowboys. <laughs> um. Anyway, we we so, can move on from that. Yeah, question. we're gonna that move qu- on before that, Aaron. That, that question tugged on some heartstrings. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So this next one comes in from uh Cole S thirty four. In your opinion, which young star is the most exciting to watch in the MLB? Oh. That's a that's actually a good question. That is really good because I like. There's so many right now. There dude. is and, a lot, and a NBA, lot of them are exciting the to watch is, in different ways. Yes, the MLB is trending in a great direction. Um, I like to just to answer the question right out of the way. I like Juan Soto. Yeah, the third baseman for the Twins. Is that who you're talking about, dude? What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't Juan watch Soto. baseball that much. No, the left fielder for the Nationals. Oh, okay, yeah. And that, most recent yeah, World bad. Series champion. What was... <laughs> what, who's the Twins third baseman again? San, is it Sam? Sano. Sano, that's his name. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, um, my bad. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Tell how much I watch baseball. <laughs> I love... Juan Soto is the cockiest rookie that I have ever seen. Holy shit. When he, is that when the he guy? takes a pitch, when he takes a ball, and he does the Soto shuffle, dude, I love that shit. Is he the guy that carried the bat all the way to the first base coach? Yeah, because Bragman did it first. Yeah, and he just and did then, it to And then him. Soto did it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I like that guy. Yeah, yeah, and he's, 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 a, he's a rookie, dude. Shit. He's my age. He's 20 years old. He might be 21 that's, now, but he's 20. He was 20 when he was doing that shit. Yeah, that's fucked up. Um, yeah, as soon as, as soon as he did that to, to mock Bregman, instantly I fell in love with that guy. Yeah, so I think, I mean, he's just, he's got, you know, he's he fucking, he's super confident, but his stats are good. Um, he hits a ball a fucking mile. He hit, he hit a bomb in Houston that went on, he's, he's a left-handed hitter, and he hit an opposite field home run in Houston up onto the train tracks. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's like above the left field bleachers. That's like four fifty the other way. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's insane to do um, that. So yeah, no, I I really liked watching him this year. Uh, a couple, but like <clears throat> they got uh, Trey Turner too. The Nationals do, and he's probably the fastest guy in the game. And he's just fun to. He's a like a quieter guy, but he's just fun to watch because he's a great fielder. But his speed is ridiculous. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. He's your second baseman, isn't he? I think he's shortstop. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Unless it's the Blue Jays, dude. I don't fucking yeah, know. Uh, well, I was just about <laughs> to say, so, uh, like, honorable mention here would just be basically, you know, the newest three in, in Toronto, Biggio, yeah. Guerrero, and uh, and Bichette. They're going to be – that's going to be just, like, a fun team. Oh, to they're going to be studs in three years. To kind of watch going forward. <laughs> um, but – yeah, no, my favorite star, right, young star right now to watch is uh, is Soto. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I like I I like the dude since he mocked Bregman because I can't fucking stand Bregman. Tugging uh, on heartstrings again. We're two for two. Oh, I can't fucking stand that guy. Um, uh, 
most ex- I I mean I don't know many people, many young guys in MLB. So I'll go like Acuna is exciting to watch. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think you can still throw Judge under the young star. Like Acuna, Judge are really like they're exciting to watch because they just hit absolute monsters. But I'm gonna be a homer and go with Vladdy. Okay. I'm just so I'm so excited to see what Vladdy will do in Toronto. Yeah. Like no, obviously, I hope he stays there. I hope he stays there for as long as possible. And if he stays there for as long as possible, I'm just so excited to see the trajectory of his career. Like, yeah. I don't like think this he's year, going I, anywhere I had, anytime soon. I had this I had him this year, like I had him hitting forty bombs and like being at least in the top ten for M- MVP voting and stuff like that. Like I had him this year having a monster year. So I'm excited to see what he's gonna do in Toronto. Yeah. Obviously that's a home run friendly ballpark too, so he's just gonna be hitting four he's gonna be hitting it to the five hundreds for many years to come. So yeah. yeah that's yeah, no. I just I gotta go with Laddie. It's not a bad pick at all. Also, I got to add his jersey to my collection because right now all I'm sitting with for the Blue Jays is a sad Troy Tulowitzki. <laughs> is what? All I got is a sad Troy Tulowitzki jersey. Oh, yeah, that didn't really pan out the way. Now, that's, fans I'm, I'm running out of room on my wall, and that, I can tell you, is sitting right <laughs> next to my Chris Bryant jersey, and that Troy Tulowitzki jersey is the next to go into the closet because I'm out of room. <laughs> uh, okay, so we got two questions here uh, from Christian Huntley. Yes. By the way, before there. we go into these questions, the newest member of the Dal Tigers Hockey Club. Yeah, good call. Good call. I saw that the other day too. Um, congrats. It's officially congrats, official. It's officially official. Christian J. Huntley is a Dow Tiger. Congrats, brother. <laughs> uh, so, the Dow Tiger wants to know, who's your ideal scramble partner? Oh, are we talking, uh, should we do in our friend group or like, if anybody, like, if we're going in our friend group, if we're going in our friend group, I'm taking the guy that asked the question. Yeah, if we're, yeah, I'm taking Christian. Yeah, okay. Because he's like, because he, he, he's, he's the perfect between skill level and nice if you hit a bad shot. Like, he's not <laughs> yeah. going to get you. Like, like, well, it went remember, forward. Remember when we did it last year? It was you and Jordan versus me and Christian. I probably had the worst round of my life, and Christian was like so nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> he's so, like, well, you didn't shoot 200. So, yeah, he was like, he's like, oh, I'm having a bad game too. I'm like, Christian, you're like 30 <laughs> strokes better than me right now. <laughs> Um, so I, I definitely take him as my scramble partner in our, yeah, in the friend group. Yeah. I I would be taking it him too. Um, ideal scramble partner. Ah, I'd want Brooks Kepka if we're going like, okay. If we're going like on tour, I mean, I don't want to just be like, Oh, Tiger Woods. Cause he's the best fucking dude. Yeah. Yeah. You want to go outside the box. Yeah. I, um, I like Kepka. I think he's going to win a shit ton of, of majors. Okay. I'm going Rory or Dustin Johnson. One of those two. Those are also it, whichever picks. whichever one's available. I love I love it. golf, man, because like you don't really like ever hate anyone in golf. You can't really go wrong with a pick like this. No. Yeah. No. I'm like, if I was just having a fun game with a PGA guy, I'd probably take Phil the Thrill just because of how <laughs> much fun I'd have on the course. But if I'm playing for real, give me someone like Dustin Johnson or Rory that can just drive like the hole and then i can just hit a nice layup shot right right, right in the fairway uh, 
Yeah. That was, yeah, those are good picks. Um, his second, <laughs> his second <laughs> pick. God, who wins in a game of real golf? This is a personal question. Oh, I can. God. I've been golfing. I was hoping not to get competitive. With this, podcast. I've been golfing with you. I've been golfing with Christian, and I can honestly say that in a game between us three, you and I are fighting for last. <laughs> yep you are so right (laughs) if everyone's on their game we are not coming first no if everybody's on our game we're not coming close (laughs) to first christian is gonna wipe us but if this is just between us two then it gets i think it gets close i kick your ass dude you think you'd kick my i don't think you'd kick my ass i think i do pretty pretty good all right. Well, maybe we'll get out this weekend and we'll, we are we'll definitely... do- maybe maybe we'll get out this weekend and we'll put out our first like ever pylons tournament. I was just supposed be to us. I was just supposed to say since I've saved so much money um from not doing sports gambling, I'm willing to put money down on a round between me and yep. you. Yep. I am too. Um, I get pa- I get paid this week. I'm so down. Okay. All right. Well, uh <laughs> we'll keep you guys posted on what happens. If Haji, if I'm doing this show by myself next week, you'll know what happens. It's because I'm licking my wounds. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. Well, that round where you almost killed me, I was convinced it's because I was shooting better than you, and you were just like, we right, ended up, I'm we ended up shooting very close. That one, we actually had a, we actually had that round. Remember at Indian Lake, I think it was just us two. Yeah. I think we tied. No, remember, remember at the very end, um, we thought you won. And yeah, then, and we ended up tying. No, no, no. We thought you won by a stroke, but we counted it up all wrong, and I actually won by a stroke. Like, we flipped scores on each other on oh, a couple okay. holes. See, it's only a stroke, so you never know which way it's going to go. I don't think you'd kick my ass. <laughs> I think I think it'd be a close game, but maybe this weekend we'll get out and uh, we'll put it out on the... Maybe that'll be our first like YouTube content, little uh, <laughs> pylon, little pylon scramble. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm definitely willing to put money on this. Same. All right, um, let's do it. Christian, I mean, you can come, but I'm not putting money on how how well I do against you. No, I'm not betting against Christian. Christian will walk me and then say thank you for the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, Haji, me, me versus you. I'm pretty confident with where I'm putting my money. I'm quite confident I figured out my drive. I'll dust your ass on the court. <laughs> okay, well, we're definitely fucking... Dude. Yeah, all right. Well, I'm just taking it kind <laughs> of easy. Because there we go. Because we're going we're gonna to be saying the results. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, right. no, let's, let's get out this week and we'll, uh, we'll see. Yeah. All righty. Let's do it. So that, that wraps up all of our questions. Thanks, everybody, that, uh, that submitted. And hey... If you like the show, easy way to help us out, just a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, we don't have any new ones to read this week, but if you want us to read one, send us in a nice review, five star, and then we'll read it out on the uh, on the podcast. Another way to help us out, make sure you're subscribed so that you never miss an episode. And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in. Once again, remember to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at PylonsPod. That's where you can reach us to submit any questions or topics like we read earlier. Reminder that it is staff parking only outside and all file leaders will be towed.
Have a fantastic week, everybody.